Hello there, and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent, and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa and by Stuart Weir in the UK. On this week's show, we catch up with the latest in Nigerian football, with Sunday Olise appointed the new Super Eagles coach. Also, we speak to Nigeria's attacking midfielder Kalu Uche on his faith and on his relationship with his brother, fellow Super Eagle Ike Uche. So we are here, not only me, even him also, to help each other, to advise each other in our own little way, to be there for each other. Also, we catch up with the transfer news in Europe as Aston Villa signs Senegal midfielder Idrissa Gay and DR Congo's Yusuf Mulumbu moves from West Bromwich Albion to newly promoted Norwich. Well, that's all coming up here on Planet Sport Football Africa. So first, Sunday Olise has been appointed as coach of Nigeria's national team, replacing Stephen Keshi. Olise is 40. He's a former Super Eagles midfielder and captain and was part of the Nigeria squad that won the Africa Cup of Nations in 1994 and Olympic gold two years later. And he played at two World Cups, scoring one of Africa's greatest World Cup goals, a long-range screamer against Spain in a 3-2 win in 1998. But Olise's coaching experience is not as impressive, having only managed Belgian lower league side Vervetois between 2008 and 2009. But he does hold a UEFA pro licence. So, Solomon, is Olise the right man for the job? Yes, uh, you know, he's, he's been a great uh, servant of Nigeria's football. Uh, though he hasn't coached much, he's been a lot on TV uh, analyzing games and he does analyze games very intelligently and you could actually know that he, he would definitely make an intelligent coach. He's a very strong leader. He was uh, part of the Nigerian team that really, during that era of 1994 to 96, they really wanted to make sure that the NFF does things uh, appropriately. So he's always in trouble for protesting against uh, uh, a lack of commitment from the Nigerian Football Federation and he voiced his feelings. So he's not someone that is reserved and Nigeria needs that quite a lot. And also, uh, just maybe he's the right person for Nigeria because I feel Nigeria needed a new coach and a new approach uh, to things and Sunday Alise is definitely one of the coaches that I see for the future. Thanks, Solomon. We'll see how things go for Nigeria's national team. Well, staying with Nigeria, we're going to hear from their attacking midfielder, Kalu Uche. A few weeks ago, we had an interview with his brother, Ike Uche, and Kalu has also had a great career in Europe, like his brother, spending six seasons with Almeria in Spain and also playing in Turkey and in Qatar. Kalu is currently with Levante in Spain. Now, although he's had a successful career, Kalu Uche has been through hard times too, like most of us. He lost both his parents when he was a teenager, and Kalu told Oluwashina Okaleji how his faith as a follower of Jesus Christ helped him to pull through. Honestly, uh, when the the news came, it was hard, it was so sad. So, I don't know how to say, but it was a very difficult moment, but I was strengthened by God. God, God gave me the strength to stand. Oh, that's a difficult situation. That's a difficult moment. It wasn't easy to to lose uh, both parents same year. You know, it was very hard. It was very hard for me, for my family, for all of us. It was a tough situation. But by the grace of God, we came out of it. 
You have a brother who is also famous and popular. He's also a Nigerian international. How did you manage to, to, to help him? Because, I mean, you, look, you are older, and then you look at your younger brother. How did you guys manage to pull through together? My brother is uh, like my best friend. So I do all my best, all I could, to help him in my own little way in football, in life, outside football. Because I know I'm older than him. I started before him. Maybe I have a little experience more than him. Maybe I've made some mistakes in life and all that, which I don't want him to go through it. So we are here, not only me, even him also, to help each other, to advise each other in our own little way, to be there for each other. Every time I talk to you, you mentioned Sunday school, now you used to go to Sunday school. Back then, how was it in Nigeria when you had to go to Sunday school to do Bible studies and all of that? You know, I was born and, uh, and raised from a Christian home when we were a kid. You know, my parents, they are like, uh, they were the best thing, the best thing for us. Because the way they, they raised us, in a Christian way, Sunday school, Bible, and all that. So my dad, he taught us a lot of things that we we'll grow with it, we we'll still have it with us. And it's something that, that we can never forget. We we'll raised with it, we we'll live with it. We'll never forget where we came from. Honestly, I tell you, um, I'm not the best player in the world. And I'm here today, the position I am today, my career today, where I've reached in my career, doesn't mean I'm the best. It's by the grace of God. It's not by my strength. It's by the grace of God. So everything I do in football, in my life, I put God first to guide me, to direct me in everything I do. I am here today. Not because I'm so good or because uh, I'm the best or something like that, but by the grace of God. That's Nigeria attacking midfielder Kalu Uche speaking to Oluwashina Okaleji. Let's go to Facebook and WhatsApp now. Last week on the show, we talked about the CAF Champions League. And Alfred Mdimba in Malawi says, I think the DRC side, TP Mazembe, will take the championship. Well, two draws from two games so far for TP Mazembe. So not the best of starts, but are still very much in the running for a place in the semi-finals. We heard from the Concord Sports Agency uh, commenting on the Champions League and African football as a whole, saying that West African teams and most notably Nigerian teams, have been very poor performers in the CAF Champions League of late. What's ironic is that Africa's biggest city, Lagos, in Nigeria, doesn't have a professional football team, says the sports agency. Well, North African teams, they say, have taken this tournament very seriously, partly because it leads to the Club World Cup, which gives many of their players exposure. Thanks for those views there. Also, we heard from Musa K. Touré in the Gambia. says, I'm a great fan of the show. Well, thanks very much for uh, that, Musa. Also, two weeks ago, we had uh, comments on whether foreign coaches are better than local coaches of national teams in Africa. Oscar in Windhoek in Namibia says, I believe that local coaches are the best candidates for the coaching jobs in Africa and elsewhere. Nigeria won the Nations Cup with a local coach. Ghana displayed good football at last year's World Cup with a local coach. And my beloved Namibia won their first ever piece of silverware, the regional Kasafa Cup, earlier this year with a local coach. That was Ricardo Manetti. Oscar says, it's time we give local people a chance to display and apply their skill. 
Yusufa Jobe in the Gambia says, "I believe African coaches can do as well as foreign coaches. We just need to believe in them and give them a chance, and if possible, send them to Europe to learn and to get more experience." And Sumana Kali in the Gambia says、uh, the big problem with local coaches is the lack of experience. And a couple of general comments on the FIFA Women's World Cup, which was won by the USA. Lamine Saidi says the English and American women's teams play better than their men's teams. Does look to be the case, doesn't it? The USA winning it and England coming third. And Lamine also says Chile deserved to win the Copa America. Well, thanks very much for those comments.、Uh, this week on Facebook and on WhatsApp,、uh, with only three weeks to go to the start of the English Premier League season, tell us what you're looking forward to in the English Premier League. Also, if you've been struggling during the off-season break, has life not been the same for you without the English Premier League football? And tell us what you're looking forward to. Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Also, you can follow us on Twitter. The address at Planet Sport FA. You can keep in touch with news about the program and African football news. The Twitter handle at Planet Sport FA. Well, now let's catch up with some of the transfer news in Europe, where there's a lot going on. Our European football expert Stuart Weir joins us from the UK.、Uh, firstly, Aston Villa have signed Lille midfielder Idrissa Gay for an undisclosed fee. The Senegal international has signed a four-year contract with the English Premier League club.、Uh, Gay made 134 appearances for French League One side Lille and has 18 national team caps. He's been highly rated as one of the best young midfielders in. France over the last few seasons, and Aston Villa boss Tim Sherwood has a high opinion of him. So we'll see how Idrissa Gueye does at Aston Villa. Also in England, Yusuf Mulumbu of DR Congo has moved from West Bromwich Albion to newly promoted Norwich. Interesting, this Stuart, because、uh, Yusuf Mulumbu has been a great servant of West Brom. Yeah, I mean he's played almost two hundred games for them and scored about fourteen goals. So it's a little bit surprising, perhaps, that they haven't given him a new contract. But I suppose changes of manager, Tony Pulis's desire to bring in his own players, means that he has to get rid of somebody from his squad. But I mean, I think he'll be an excellent acquisition for Norwich、um, as they try to establish themselves.、Um, I've、got to mention one other African player is Didier Drogba, who has of course left Chelsea, but as far as I can see, has not yet found another club to go to. So,、um, what's the space, as they say? Yes, and it could be that Drogba will head to the USA to play major league soccer. Looking at some of the transfer moves not involving African players, Raheem Sterling became the most expensive English player ever with his move from Liverpool to Manchester City. Now Real Madrid's Gareth Bale is the most expensive British player ever, but he's from Wales, not England. So Raheem Sterling has the honour of being the most expensive English player ever. Manchester United have been very busy.、Uh, they've signed Bastian Schweinsteiger from Bayern Munich and also Morgan Schneiderlin from Southampton. And they've let go Robin van Persie, who's moved to Turkey to Fenerbahce. Radamel Falcao was on loan from Monaco to Manchester United last season, and the Colombian will now go to Chelsea on a season's loan.、Uh, what do you make of this one, Stuart?、Uh, what role do you think Chelsea have got for Radamel Falcao? I mean, Mourinho is speaking very highly of him, 
But I think he'll have the same issues as he did at Manchester United because uh, Diego Costa looks like being their starting striker. The good news for Falcao is that Costa does have these hamstring issues, which means he cannot play every game. And Falcao, I think, will certainly start as the backup. One could also say that Falcao went to Manchester United on the back of his very serious injury with Monaco. He's now had a season to train and hopefully he will be stronger um, and better. But, you know, this is the problem with Premier League clubs. If you've got a squad of 20 players, all of whom are well capable of starting every game, then there's going to be a number who are disappointed. So I think Falcao can make an impression. I think he can score 10 goals, um, but I don't see him starting every week. And again, it's interesting that he has chosen not to go back to Monaco where he can be, you know, the hero, the go-to man, um, but his brother wants to prove himself at Chelsea, one of the big clubs, where, of course, the competition for places will be much greater. And quite unusual for uh, one of the top four clubs to uh, sell a player to another top four club. But uh, Chelsea keeper Peter Cech has joined Arsenal. Well, you know, Peter Cech has probably been the best goalkeeper in the Premiership, possibly in the world, for a number of years. And then Courtois, the Belgian, was signed and uh, he's just been the starting keeper. And uh, Peter Cech, because of his great service to Chelsea, has been allowed to leave. But as you say, the amazing news is that they let him go to Arsenal, where I think he will instantly be the starting goalkeeper. And won't it be interesting when Chelsea first play Arsenal and Chelsea are not winning the game, and in the last minute they have the chance to win it and Czech makes an amazing save. I wonder what the thinking will be there. Uh, you know, will, will they say, oh dear, we should never have let him go? Or are they just going to say, look, he's been a great servant to us, we owe it to him to give him a chance to finish his career where he wants to play? Of course, it's not only another top four team, it's another London team, which means, of course, that potentially he doesn't need to move house and so on. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart. So only three weeks to go to the start of the English Premier League season, would you believe? So this week on Facebook and WhatsApp, tell us what you're looking forward to this season in the English Premier League. Also, have you been struggling during the off-season break? Has life not been the same without English Premier League football? And tell us what you're looking forward to with the upcoming season. Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Planet Sport FA. You can find us online at planetsport.tv. So from me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashams in South Africa, and Stuart Weir in the UK, thanks a lot for listening. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a Passion for Sport production.